Welcome to the Dunkel Index podcast for this Wednesday, February the 3rd edition. I'm Ben, and here with me, as always, is my dad, Bob Dunkel. Hey, Ben. It's February. Did we finally get a glimpse of how good the Nets can be last night? <laughs> yes, we did, but uh, true Groundhog Day fashion, that game was just offense, offense, offense. I didn't see any defense the whole game. Yeah, I think the Clips took a page out of the Nets' uh, defensive playbook and decided not to play any. It was a very entertaining game, and I will say uh, the big three down the stretch could not miss. And if they're going to do that uh, come postseason time, they are going to be a very tough out, even without playing defense. But, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a reminder of uh, the NBA back in the old days when there wasn't much defense. Uh, certainly uh, last night was uh, an offensive fiesta, but uh, good win for the Nets. Uh, I think we've been waiting to see that, and uh, I think Brooklyn fans can now point to at least one quality win and say, hey, we, we can do this. So probably probably a big sigh of relief from Stevie Nash, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was going to mention, uh, I thought Nash really made an impact as the coach when uh, they were up three, and he kept on fouling, sending them to the line for two shots every time. And eventually they missed one, and four was all they needed to ice it. So, yeah, I thought it was a really great uh, coaching game from him, too. Totally agree, and I think it caught the clips by surprise. I didn't think they they figured that they were going to run into that. Ty Lue seemed to scramble there at the end. So, yeah, uh, Stevie Nash showing his coaching chops uh, last night and the big three delivering. So good news in Brooklyn. Some good news in Toronto, or I should say um, Tampa, where the Raptors now reside. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, big night last night, 54 points. And the reason I note that is a, it's the most ever by an undrafted NBA player. So hats off to Van Vliet. We, we've been big fans for a while now, and he just keeps on adding to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow fell to me in my fantasy draft in like the seventh round. So uh, I don't mind him going under the radar, but I don't know how long that's going to last. And Toronto has been a little desperate for some good news this year. So uh, that was something they can point to, too. So maybe some of the teams that we expected to be better are going to start to play that way. Uh, we've got three picks for tonight. Uh, some of those are teams that we also expected to play better and haven't been playing all that well to date. So uh, you want to take a look at, uh, at what we got on tap tonight? Sure. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, first game we've got is Indiana at Milwaukee. Uh, Pacers a little shorthanded after that Victor Oladipo trade recently, uh, but they've won a couple in a row. Uh, Milwaukee also won a couple in a row. So Pacers 12-9 and overall this season, Bucks 12-8 and overall. The line on this one is Milwaukee by eight at home. What do you think? Yeah, Milwaukee has been one of those teams that uh, we thought would be better by now and really has been playing very uh, up and down. I don't think there's been much fear from the deer uh, recently. Uh, This is the first meeting of, of these two Central Division rivals, and they're divided by only a half game right now with Milwaukee holding the slight lead in the division standings. And both are coming off victories. Pacers pounded the Grizzlies last night in Indy, 134 to 116. And the Bucks snapped a two-game slide with a big win on Monday uh, against Portland, 134 to 106. For the Bucks, the offensive production was definitely a welcome sight after losing 
to the Hornets and the Pels the previous two games, part of that um, very up and down uh, slate that they've had recently. Six of the Bucks uh, had over 13 points or more with the supporting cast of Drew Holiday and Bobby Portis leading the way, 22 and 21. So that was very, very welcome for the Bucks to get some support from uh, uh, players other than Chris Middleton and Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo right now. Uh, the Greek freak did have another big game and has been doing all that he can. He's uh, got averaging 27.3 points per game right now and 11 rebounds per game, which is good for sixth and ninth in the league, respectively. Uh, Bucks as a team also shot well from beyond the arc. Uh, they were 21 of 42 in that Blazers win. Um, this also marks the return of former Buck Malcolm Brogdon, who had a good night last night in the Pacers win. He had 23 points, seven assists. Uh, he and DeMontis uh, Sabonis have really been playing well recently. Uh, Sabonis continued his hot streak with 32 points and 13 rebounds. As you said, Ben, the Pacers are kind of learning how to play without Victor Oladipo, and they're also without Karis LeVert, uh, who they acquired in that Oladipo deal, uh, but is out after undergoing scary kidney surgery. But prognosis is good for LeVert's return. I know the Pacers are looking forward to adding him into the mix. Uh, Bucks dominated the Pacers at home last year. They won both games by an average of 23.5 points. Uh, coming off that big win against the Blazers on Monday, Looks like it could be more of the same tonight, especially catching the Pacers on the second of a back-to-back. The Bucks come in ranked second in scoring in the league and second in field goal percentage. Uh, while the Pacers' D has been a struggle all season, uh, Nate Bjorkren's team just has really had trouble getting stops at, at key times, and they rank just 18th right now in field goal percentage and a very anemic 25th in guarding the three. Uh, this looks to be a good night for the Bucks to take advantage again of a Pacers team that is on the back end of a back-to-back. Pacers just two and six against the spread in their last eight games overall, and only one and five against the spread in their last six versus the Bucks. So Following up on that big win over Portland where the offense seemed to get right and they played enough defense to get the cover, we look for the same tonight from Milwaukee. We're going to take the Bucks minus the points in this one. Okay. All right, I like that one. Next up, we've got Washington at Miami. Wizards 4-13 and 13 overall this season, although they did just beat the Nets. Uh, Miami seven and thirteen overall, really struggling at the moment. Uh, believe they're going to be at full strength though. Uh, Hero avoiding COVID protocols for whatever reason. Anyway, line on this one: Miami by eight and a half at home. What do you think? Yeah, that Wizards win over the Nets may have been the match that lit the fire for the Nets last night. I know Kyrie Irving was one of the players who pointed to that. So, uh, yeah, that was a that was a real shocker. Uh, maybe equally shocking has been uh, the Heat's play so far. I mean, we did expect uh, a little bit of a letdown following last year's run to the Eastern uh, Conference Championship in the NBA Finals. Um, at 7-13, and 13, though, uh, the Heat are a far cry from where they were in, in the bubble. Uh, injuries and COVID protocol have certainly taken their toll on the team. 
but other teams appear to be dealing with it a little bit better uh, than the, the Heat have so far. Uh, the most recent struggle was on display Monday night as the Heat allowed Charlotte to mount a comeback and force overtime before losing 129 to 121. Uh, but there are some good signs for Miami right now. You mentioned Tyler Hero starting to work his way back. Looks like he will play tonight. Uh, Jimmy Butler's return uh, recently has also been a good sign. Uh, Butler missed 10 games because of COVID protocol. And as we remember from the bubble last year, uh, he is the driving force behind that team on the court. Uh, since his return, he's looked like uh, Jimmy Butler form, 27 and a half points uh, in each uh, averaging in each of those two games. Um, and Bam Adebayo has been the one guy who's kind of carried over from last season's performance. Uh, he's leading the team in scoring at 20, 20.1 points and rebounds at 9.3. So with the Heat getting healthy, uh, that's a good sign. And if they're looking for a team to get right against, uh, the Wizards seem to be very accommodating right now. The Brooklyn win notwithstanding, um, at 4-13, and 13, Washington has the worst record in the league, and they just can't seem to stop anyone on defense right now. If you think the uh, Clipper-Brooklyn game last night had zero defense, try watching a Wizards game one of these days. Uh, you won't see any. Uh, this will be the second of back-to-backs for Scotty Brooks's team after giving up 132 points last night. Uh, to the Portland Trail Blazers, including a Dr. J looking dunk. I watched the end of that game by Damon Lillard. Uh, very impressive by Lillard along the baseline there. So he's not just doing it from beyond the arc. Um, it was a, another wasted night for Bradley Beal. This seems to be the common story coming out of D.C. these days. Beal had another big game, a game high 37 points last night. But once again, not nearly enough to get the Wizards a win. Uh, Overall, Washington ranks 29th in three-point field goal defense and dead last in the league in field goal percentage and scoring defense. So uh, Scotty Brooks just is not finding a way to get any of these guys to play any kind of defense. And the injury to Thomas Bryant, I think, really hurts, too. He was one of the few that was really hustling on the defensive end, and he's out for the season now. Uh, Wiz come into this one uh, 6-14 and against the spread in their last 20 games following a loss. So they do not do a very good job of bouncing back from defeats. Heat on the flip side, uh, one of the few bright spots you can point to right now is their ability to bounce back from losses. They come into this one 38-18-2 and in their last 58 following a loss. So Eric Spolster has done a very good job of getting these guys focused after a defeat. So we like that situation here at home in Miami, catching the Wiz, who played zero defense to begin with on the second of a back-to-back. We'll take Miami to get right tonight, minus the points. All right. I like that pick. And uh, hard for me to believe these reports that Brad Beal doesn't want to trade. Uh, whenever I watch the Wizards, he looks so disinterested uh, most of the game that I just I don't know why he wants to be there. I'm with you. So disinterested, so, uh, you know, just upset about the situation. Every little press conference afterward, it just looks like the loss takes more and more out of him. I mean, he's committed to D.C., which is nice to see, but I'm with you. And, of course, I think the expectations were that adding Russell Westbrook would turn things around. It hasn't played out that way. They did show what they could be in that win against Brooklyn, 
But so far, um, you know, Westbrook, even though he's putting up triple doubles, um, just doesn't look like he's had the kind of impact that they thought they, that he would have. So I don't know. I think they'll probably make a move with Brooks before they make a move with Beal. Uh, but a move with Beal may not be out of the question either um, because the Wiz seem to be going nowhere fast, and that usually leads to a rebuilding situation. Yeah, and, uh, you know, better to trade him and get something back for him than let him walk in free agency and get nothing. So yeah. at some point they're going to start factoring that in. I agree. I definitely agree with you. All right. Well, we'll go now to our final game in New Orleans where you can see the Pelicans for as low as $18 tonight. Uh, they got Phoenix in town. Suns 11-8 and eight overall now, starting to play a little better. Pelicans 7-12 and 12 overall this season. And the line on this one is Suns by three and a half on the road. What do you think? I think you hit the nail on the head. If you can get Pell's tickets for $18, that's not exactly what we were thinking uh, would uh, be the case for this team coming into this season. This looked to be one of the more exciting young teams uh, on the horizon with Zion and Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Uh, So uh, big surprise here that uh, the Pels uh, just really don't seem to be clicking under new head coach Stan Van Gundy. Uh, Seven and 12, there are a few positives to really point to right now. And they've dropped four of their last six uh, while being favored in three of those contests. So it's not like they've been losing to some of the better teams in the league at the moment. The most recent came on Monday at home, 118 to 109, uh, lost to Sacramento. Uh, a team you probably should not be losing to at home. And uh, De'Aaron Fox just went off for 38 points uh, against the Pels in that one. So uh, very symbolic of how New Orleans has been playing of late. Uh, it looked like to, it, at this point in the season, uh, you know, if you had to pick the two, you probably would think New Orleans would be the better of the two teams right now. But uh, the young Suns have really been, uh, more of a pleasant surprise. They started off the season red hot. They were five and one against the spread in their last, in their first six games. Cooled off a bit. Um, just went six and seven against the spread in their next thirteen. But they're starting to pick it up again, and they've had three straight wins and three t- uh, straight ATS victories as well. Uh, at eleven and eight, and currently fifth in the playoff standings in the West. Uh, very impressive for Monty Williams' team. And and there uh, are signs that they are starting to pick it up again after having that little sluggish uh, run there of a 6-7 and record in the ATS. Uh, Monty Williams' team, as I said, has won three straight and three straight ATS victories, and they're getting healthy. Devin Booker's return from a hamstring injury. Uh, He contributed 24 points in their most recent victory, over the Mavericks, and that included a big three-pointer in the last seconds to deliver the win. So very good sign for Phoenix if Devin Booker is starting to get right. On the first matchup this year, it was all Suns. Uh, they were 111 to 86. Poor shooting uh, from the outside, which is hamstrung. The Pelicans all year was the problem there. They were just three of 24 from beyond the three-point line, and Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram were just two of 12 combined 
things haven't gotten much better for Ball, and he's certainly hearing a lot of trade rumors right now. Uh, as a team, the Pels ranked just 28th in the league from beyond the arc. So they're getting plenty of points from Zion down low, but they're not complementing that effort with much from the outside. And um, they aren't much, doing much better at guarding the three either. They come in ranked just 21st in the league in that category. Uh, and it's a big reason why New Orleans is just 22nd right now in scoring defense. Suns uh, have been very comfortable on the road, uh, seven and four this year straight up in their 11 road games, and they're 11 and four against the spread in their last 15 road games. So Phoenix definitely doesn't seem to uh, be daunted at all by being away from home, and the Pels, uh, not very good at home. In fact, you can't do much worse than this 0 and 7 against the spread in their last seven home games against a team with a winning road record. So while New Orleans is uh, needing a big win to turn things around, Phoenix does not look like the team to be doing that against right now. In the battle of young teams uh, that both were thought to be promising coming into the season, but only one seems to be right now, we'll take that one. We'll take Phoenix minus the points. Okay. All right. I really enjoyed watching uh, Zion this year, and I don't know why his card prices are falling. He seems every bit the player we thought he was going to be. He's still only played like 30 or 40 professional games at this point. Yeah, I think it's probably a more reflection of the team right now, right? If New Orleans was where Phoenix is, I think we'd start seeing those Zion prices go up, but uh, that's a great tip. Invest in Zion Williamson cards right now, because I agree. He's a beast, and I think they're undervalued because of the team he's playing for. But at some point, he's going to break out of this rut. Yeah, yeah. No, he uh, he is really fun to watch. And that three-pointer, when that's going, I mean, he's unstoppable. Yeah, and we're big Stan Van Gundy fans. I'm kind of surprised they've had trouble here. But I, I do think Alonzo Ball deal is probably on the horizon. And I think they're missing Drew Holiday big time right now. So uh-huh. not not sure the investment in Alonzo Ball was the right call. <laughs> no, no. And I think we had been saying that for, for a while. I mean, he's somewhat like Simmons uh, in that the shot from the outside is is not consistent. That's being kind to Simmons. He doesn't have an outside shot. At least Ball does have one, but it hasn't gotten any better. And, you know, Simmons makes up for it in many other ways. Uh, I don't think Ball has that kind of talent that he can make up for it in the ways that that, that Simmons does. So a non-shooting point guard in this day and age just doesn't seem to be able to cut it. And that's what they've got there in New Orleans right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great point. Well, uh, knock on wood, we get all these games in and uh, hoping for three winners tonight. Yeah, we went 2-0 and uh, on our Monday podcast. Uh, we were the victim of the Denver-Detroit cancellation on our third game. So, yeah, let's hope we get all of these in tonight. Um, and you can go to dunkleindex.com. Check out all of our NBA picks for tonight's game uh, games. And we've got uh, NCAA basketball up as well and a pair of NHL contests for tonight. So uh, full slate of action. Uh, come check it out as well as our Super Bowl pick, which we posted our podcast for yesterday. 
appreciate everybody continuing to listen and come to the website yeah all right that will do it for us today and uh yeah thank you everybody for listening we'll be back later this week uh we'll see you next time awesome ben thanks all right see ya